All right, people. <laughs> Welcome. This is Daily DVR, folks. We're going live. It's 10 a.m. Pacific, and it's something sometime in the Czech Republic because we got Heath Solo live, remote, international style on Daily DVR. Check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Become a patron at Patreon.com slash DVR. We cover tons of other podcasts. So if you're listening to this podcast, you know, I get emails all the time. Hey, I loved your Mayor of Kingstown podcast. Do you do anything else? Literally at the beginning of every show, I say <laughs> go to DVRpodcast.com. There are we've covered so many different shows. I can't even remember how many shows that we've all covered. Just go to DVRpodcast.com. You'll find the shows there or email me and I'll send you the link. But we're here today. You heard that laugh. That's right. He hasn't been able to join us on Around the Couch. He's been out there in the Czech Republic. I don't know what he's doing. He's going to he's gonna bring us up to date. I know it's beautiful there. Solo, how you doing, pal? Uh, it is so amazing to hear an American's voice. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> no, it's good to hear your voice. It's good to hear some English. Um, no, but I'm doing well. Uh, uh, my wife gave me the day off today cause we're, we're here basically her mom passed last summer and we, we had to do an emergency trip last summer, but there's so much to do to settle the estate cause her dad passed a few years before that. So, uh, we've got to get the house on the market, go through the house, deal with the bank. There's so many things to deal with. Um, anytime a death happens in the U.S., it's a little easier, uh, not emotionally necessarily, but to deal with, you know, the paperwork and different things. Here, it's it, it's much more complicated, especially when the next of kin lives in the United States. So we had to come here for about three and a half weeks to settle all this stuff. And uh, so we've been working hard. It's been so my wife finally gave me the day off and. Uh, She's actually visiting with an old uh, friend from high school that she hadn't we hadn't seen. Like I, I met her in 2015, um, but they hadn't been able to uh, connect. So finally they did. And so I was like, go have fun. You know, I don't want to be there. So you have to translate. Go have fun with your girlfriend, you know, enjoy. And then when she texts me, I'll go walk about a half mile to the subway and walk her back when it's dark. So I said, you know what? I'm in the Czech Republic. Let's try this Wi-Fi thing and see if we can record a daily DVR. And we are, baby. Yeah. And you know the title of this episode is going to be Heath Checks In. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I mean, I expect nothing Nothing else from you, Axel. You're yeah. the great mind of the DVR Podcasting Network. And that's a double entendre there because it not only references Czech, as in Czech Republic, you're in the Czech Republic, but it's right, also right. a throwback to the famous episode, Jeremy Stops By, which <laughs> aired many, many years ago, um, where my friend, uh, my old friend Jeremy from the People's Channel and I got high and recorded a podcast and... I don't think either of us remember what we said, which is what happened to me yesterday, Heath. I, I fired up oh. the pod. I was so high. I had just ridden like two miles on my bike, and I and I, I sat down, and I and 
it was like 21 minutes. I looked at, I was like, what the, f-? like during the podcast, you can hear me. I'm like, I've been recording for this long. Like, I, can't <laughs> I don't even know what I said, but I'm glad you're here so we can have a little better conversation. So what time is it there? And what day is it in the Czech Republic? Well, the year is 2025. I'm in the future. <laughs> no, uh, it is approximately, it is exactly 7.16 p.m. Okay. I am nine hours ahead of the West Coast of the United oh, States. okay. Six hours ahead of the East Coast. Uh, so your morning is my nighttime. Um, and it is Tuesday, Tuesday night. Yeah. So Tuesday morning for you, Tuesday night. So the good thing is when we fly back, we fly back on, I'm not going to say the day because, you know, I want to, you know, keep it, you know, quiet for all the uh, paparazzi. (laughs) Of course. But like when we fly, we actually will, we'll gain, we'll gain nine hours coming back, which is good. Yeah. Like we lost a day going, uh, going there, but we'll, we'll gain it coming back, which is good. Yeah, but but both ways are weird because in one you're fast forwarding into the future. You're like, wait, I was on the plane, and now it's even more like it's weird. But then yeah, when you go back, yeah. you're like, what happened to that time? Did I really exist during that time? I have to relive it. <laughs> like, what's going on? Well, here? you know exactly. It's like coming back from the East Coast, but it's even more because it's. You know, instead of just three hours, it's freaking nine hours. Yeah. So it's more of an impact. And I, I swear my sleep schedule is still screwed up, especially because football's on at like one, two in the morning here, the night games. It'll start at 7 p.m. Uh, on Sunday. But like if I want to watch like the Monday night football game started at 1.15 a.m. Oh, man. I mean, so I, I so I, I slept from like 9.30 to 1.00. And then I got up and watched some games and then fell asleep around 4 a.m. Yeah, it's nuts out here. Like, I was trying to think, what if I was living here and I had to live here? and But I needed to watch my sports. Now, it's been easy through, I guess, illegal websites. (laughs) I I assume it's illegal streaming. But it's really easy here to find the games uh, which is nice because I didn't know yeah. what to expect because it's not like I'm going to go to a bar somewhere at 2 a.m. It's just not going to happen. Mm. Uh, but it's been pretty easy. Like if I want to watch a baseball game or a football game, boom. Well, let me uh, ask I you this. Solo. Um, yeah. You could just displace time through a DVR, right? Like you could wake up in the morning. You could just ignore your phone or whatever starting at seven o'clock you could wake up the next morning and just watch you if you taped everything at the same time you know like how many ever games but you're i know you're using the computer and all that but i'm saying if you live yeah right like well even if we lived here unless unless there's some way to get american television yeah there is like the t Oh, there is. Okay, because the TV we have here is just Czech TV. If I had American television or whatever, yes, I could record it. And, uh, you know, I'm sure DVR or whatever. uh, But I don't have access to a DVR or whatever here. So so it's tough because I'm thinking, what if I did work here and I only had Internet access? It's like, what if I had to work Monday morning? 
I'm like, there's no way I could watch football all night and then yeah. get. Well, I guess I, I I would probably do it though. Yeah, but. you would have you would have to do. You can. I I was when you were asking us. Um, hey, how much, like we were talking about around the couch, I did a little research on the old Google mm-hmm. and I found oh. not only did I find a plethora of links and stuff, which you could get on all the social media too. I remember back in the day when I was living in North Carolina before we bought a house and I was, I wasn't able to get a direct TV dish on the place we were renting previous to that. And I was watching the Jets through not legal means. And this was 2008 or 2009. Oh, wow. And yeah. um, I was, you know, it was very choppy, you know, but I would just let it buffer for like 20 minutes and then I'd be able to watch <laughs> a part of the game, you know, um, yeah. or, or I would get like the radio broadcast. But then towards the end, because Twitter had come on by then and everything, there were tons of links on Twitter to people hosting and some people were even like literally trying to stream the games on Twitter or, you know, back in the, so, but today you can get, there is an NFL international package that you can get and you can, it's just like I can get formula one here, the F one channel. You can actually, I think even through you, I think YouTube might even carry some stuff and that's international too. It's all just freaking internet shit, right? Like, what's the difference? Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right because I was looking at that when I before I knew I could get the illegal websites. Like there was an offer, yeah. like NFL. There was an NFL. That's right. I did. I did uh, look that up, but it was way too way too expensive to get. The monthly was actually pretty high. Yeah, um, but it's good that you can do it because went back uh, yeah. a couple years ago when I started the journey which i need to continue i took a little break there because i don't know i gotta travel to the seattle irish consulate to finish getting my irish citizenship um i was looking at that because that's the first thing you did i bet you did (laughs) speaking of of beer and bread and she's of intersharing (laughs) oh man cut off your finger dude it's so expensive ireland i would actually if we my thought was to live somewhere just because Ireland is a part of the European Union, the EU, um, uh, not Northern Ireland and England, of course, Brexited, but Ireland, the real country that. of Ireland, it's all the Ireland, but the country of Ireland um, is part of the European Union. So if I had a passport, I could work or live in any country in the European Union. That's the awesome thing about getting that citizenship. Now, now if you if you got the Irish citizenship, mm-hmm. and let's say I did, and we lived in a little village there, yeah. would, would, would one day would I go to the pub <laughs> and you'd be like, I don't want to be your friend anymore? That Solo. would never happen to us, Solo. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. No, no. That would not happen okay. to us. Uh, we would be podcasting at the pub anyway. We could have like live yeah, podcasts every morning. <laughs> every morning. We'd have, we, it'd be points in a podcast. Uh, you want to know the funny thing? One of the most popular Irish broadcasters, radio broadcasters, is a guy named Ray Foley, which is my brother and my father's name. My brother is oh my. not a junior, but he has the same first name as my father. 
And uh, if you Google Ray Foley, you'll come up, you'll immediately see he's like, for years, he's been like the most famous Irish radio guy. So maybe I could. Uh, oh, shit. Well, Foley is. Oh, yeah, maybe you could get some. Popular out there. Yeah, you know? Foley's big, yeah. They're like, oh, Ray Foley. <laughs> but Come yeah, you can get pod. it, though, man. You can, if you're in okay. Europe, you can get the NFL. I mean, right now, you can get. I mean, I think it just depends on how much money you're willing to spend. But you've been watching some Czech soap operas out there. I thought, weren't, is that oh, what dude, we were going to talk gotta, about? I got to fill you in on Czech TV, brother. Now, what's great being 2023, because every like, because we're, we're renting out an apartment because we're going to do the hotel thing. This is probably $1,000 more for a th- three-week stay. But when you're in the hotel, you don't have much room. You know, you get your, unless you have this kick-ass suite, which we don't have Tom Cruise money. But um, so we have like a literally a one-bedroom apartment. Uh, with a huge veranda. It's like a huge, like we, we knew it came with a balcony, but it's like huge. It's like, you could, you could grill, you could have a party on it. It's so amazing. Um, so, so we did the apartment thing. And so of course there's check TV and kind of the, the, the premium stations there's, it's called Nova and there's like prime Nova. There's, it's, you know, a bunch of, um, stations like they have a criminal like a true crime station a love station uh, so of course there's one show that i love because sometimes renato will translate but because it's a procedural i don't really need any translation i can kind of figure so it's called uh criminal criminal andal which like criminal <laughs> angel but it's oh. criminal andal so it's this show that was started in 2008, went four seasons uh, to about 2015 or something. But it's, it's, your, it's your typical like law and order team, like a team of five, and they're going to solve crimes. And so I love it. it, it, it it's just like it's my thing. So we were looking for it because, you know, it's funny. I'll tell you a story. Last year, it took it, when we were here for like a week and a half. We couldn't find it, and it was finally on the last day. And I'm, like, telling Renata, keep it on the station. I don't want to miss it. It's live TV. And then, of course, I was so tired, I fell asleep, and it was on. And she's like, you're not even watching it. I go, no, I'm listening. I know what's going on. And she's like, what do you mean you're listening? It's in check. And so it was kind of like a funny thing. But they recently rebooted this show. They brought back the original cast, and new episodes have been coming out. Yeah, so it's been a nice treat. I've seen like episode four and five of the new season, season five, and it's like amazing. Like Criminal Angel is rebooted, but okay. We've been watching this Czech soap opera. It comes on at like 10 p.m. every night, new episode. So it's like a hospital. It's like general. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Solo, before you go on, I was a little late in my. In my um, in my googling, because I should have been googling Criminal Angel Czech TV. Okay, okay. okay. And I found it, Criminal Andal, Wikipedia. <laughs> Here we go. Yes. Here we go. Hit, oh my God. Criminal Andal is a Czech crime trauma drama television series which premiered on TV Nova 
in 2008. This TV series is a remake of the Slovak crime series Mesta Tenov. Um, a police right. department in Prague, Czech Republic, solves crimes of p- passion and premeditated murder. Okay, this is very interesting. Made oh, this is the ma- this is the characters: Major Ivan Tomasek, Captain Tomas Benkovsky, Captain Oliver Hajn, um, technical writer Rudolf Yurler, psychologist Jana Chlak. Chladkova, I think I'm doing pretty good with this. This You're is not doing bad. Oh, look! That, now there's no list of episodes. Wait, list of episodes. There's about there's sixty oh, wow. like six episodes or something. Yes, it oh. started in 2008, went for 13 episodes. In 2010, it came back for 19 episodes. 2011. Oh wait, season three. It only updates us on three episodes, so this needs this. Uh, okay, so it's, Wikipedia needs to be. Yeah, because um, the the actor who plays Ivan Tomacek, yeah. Martin Stopnicki, Stopnichi, or whatever, uh-huh. he's like the main dude. Right. He's like he's like the 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 main star. Oh, I see and, it, dude. He's got a face, dude. He's yeah, got a face. Yeah, he's like he was. I I was on YouTube because I'm trying to find. Like I was gonna buy the DVD, but like it's only pal. I'm like, I don't care. Like I'm trying to find it on YouTube. They have stuff, but when I get back, I remember finding like a bunch of episodes so I could watch them. Uh, I just I'm like obsessed with this show. Well, listen to this um, solo. I don't know oh. if you knew this, but Martin Stropnicki, who stars in your favorite show ever is also a Czech politician and diplomat who served as the Minister of Foreign Affairs and the Minister of Defense. He also served as the Minister of Culture. Before entering politics, he was an actor, songwriter, author, and director. Jesus, unreal. That's, I wonder if that's a thing, because that's the same thing with the Ukrainian, you know, with the war, everyone forgets that the original story with the Ukrainian president was that he was a comedian, right? Like he had, he was like the Stephen Colbert of Ukraine. And then he ended up running for office. Um, So that's, I wonder if that's a, if that's, I mean, it's a thing in America too, right? Look, Reagan, Trump, like former actors. Look at that. Yeah. Cause, cause yeah, his first role was in 1975. So he was, uh, 19 years old and he would you know, acted through the eighties and then he, he, he didn't act in the nineties. So maybe you went El Politico there. Yeah, no, it, it, um, you're right. I'm then, looking at it. That's when he made, he became, he graduated yeah. from the diplomatic Academy of Vienna in 1991. This podcast, we need to start a new podcast called the Martin Strop Nikki podcast. <laughs> I think so. Is he, is he related to, uh, uh, Jonathan Lipnicki, do you think, <laughs> from Jerry Maguire? No, probably. Not. probably. <laughs> as soon as you said his name, I just saw his headshot, like the little as the little kid in that movie. Um, <laughs> wow, that's awesome! It's so interesting, man. You know, whenever I have traveled out of the country, and it's been a while since I have, but one of the things mm-hmm. I always did was turn on the TV. 
and and try to watch every single channel and look yeah. at the the newspaper or something or I'd ask people about their television. Um it's, you know, it's really interesting and you it it makes you feel good as a creative person to just see this is a universal thing because so often as Americans we think about how we export American culture, you know, and like we see a news, uh, a news reel or something. They call it a news reel these days. Am I going back to the forties? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The news reel. You see, well, I'm just saying, you know, like you see someone yeah. with like a Dodgers cap in Africa, and then you see someone with like a Michael Jordan jersey in France. Right. And you see less of that in America. It's not often. I mean, uh, you know, maybe around here in Portland, you see like different English soccer clubs or something. But it's kind of cool. It makes you feel good when you realize how universal art is. And in every country, people come together to make shit and make TV shows and people talk about it. And it's a part of every culture that has their own shit. That's not like an American, they're, you know, they watch this American show here or something. But have you noticed that at all? Have you seen any ads or anything for American films or TV shows or anything? Or do you find it more as their own? The Nova channels here, yeah, like, like just going through, like, um, it's amazing because the... The translation's different, but they there are there's a lot of German stuff that's dubbed in Czech, like stuff from Germany. But there are a lot of U.S. stuff, like Law and Order SVU is big here. Uh, that's on a lot. Um, big Bang Theory was on the other day, um, and but like it's funny when Breaking Bad was over here, it was translated to Gingerbread Dad. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means, but gingerbread dad instead of Breaking Bad, I don't know what that means. So some of the translations are a little, little strange, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of American stuff like movies and stuff that are over here. Um, but SVU is big. Law and Order SVU is big because. The procedurals and stuff are pretty big over here. Um, well, they're pretty big in America what, too, right? Like, yeah. If you were just looking at it from an outsider's perspective, you wouldn't see all the prestige shit that we're talking about. You would say, "Oh, the most popular shows in America are NCIS." Um, you know criminal minds all whatever all the cbs shows and all that right and like the masked singer or something like that you would be probably thinking about or then again you'd probably include some streaming stuff nowadays but yeah that's that's interesting Um, yeah because yeah ncis csi big over here um in the czech republic as well um but i don't know the name of it I, I texted my wife to see if she, I don't know if her phone's on her to text me the title, but this Czech soap opera that we've been watching freaking cracks me up. So it, it, it takes place. It, it's current. It takes place in a hospital. So it's basically like general hospital slash Grey's anatomy in, <laughs> in Prague. 
but you know the production value is very you know 80 soap opera and it's like it's so funny because you know they have cases and you have the overreacting patients <laughs> like the acting's not very good but like when they're doing surgeries axel it's like they're taking their time. Like it's almost like this hospital is so laid back. <laughs> they're never in a rush to save a life. <laughs> it's, it cracks me up. And then you got this one one actor. She just looks like a bitch and she plays like the bitch on the on the show and she's just like, "Oh, someone like slapped her in another episode. It was hilarious." But you could just know, you know, it's so stereotypical. And they had this one guy who this is a short guy. He's probably like five foot. He's loud and he's always, you know, talking. He's like the janitor, but I guess he does many jobs. He got into a fight with someone. He, he's like the comic relief. It's hilarious. It's just like it's so it's so terrible, but it's so funny, you know. It, do you are, like, are there uh, subtitles so, or do they have dubbing? No, they they it's all in check. Oh, so your wife is just basically telling you what's happening? Yeah, but with this soap opera, I say don't even bother. I just kind of (laughs) know. I know what's going on. You know, I'm like, don't even fill me in. Don't even fill me in. I'm cracking up as it is. I don't know the name of it, but someday I'll I'll find out. But it's, it's, it's just hilarious. Like, I'm like, oh, it's 10 p.m. Let's put it on. Like it's like, uh, oh my God, check TV. It's, it's, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, there's, yeah, it's funny though, because it's like throw on big bang and I kind of know the show, so I don't really need a translation, but it's just weird hearing Jim Parsons speak in check, you know? So Um, how, so how, what would you say the mix is how many American shows have you recognized? You think it's mostly German? You said stuff that you see. If it's yeah, there's a lot country? of German shows. That, there's a lot of Czech shows. There's like old Czech movies from like the 70s and 80s that yeah. are on a lot. Yes, you know it's a it, it's a mix. There's some you know new shows. There's a mix. You get a lot of German shows here. Uh, it depends because they really ca- categorize the stations with themes. Like there's Nova or. Prima, whatever, love and and crime and action and so there's, um, but you you do get you probably you do get a lot of American stuff over here, um, and some British stuff as well. It's a good mix, but you can really find the the your you know your typical Czech like old movies that are on and stuff. And there was actually it was interesting. There was one movie. It was a Czech original, but it was very much like like a Cameron Diaz rom-com. It was pretty new, but it, it was, it, it was interesting because they show this woman, she got up, she did her routine. There was the annoying neighbor who was hitting on her in the apartment building. And she's trying to get in the elevator to avoid him. She goes to work, she's doing her thing. And then it's like all this routine. And then one day she oversleeps and then, her routine's off and everything bad happens to her that day. Like a car drives by, she gets wet. She goes to her boyfriend's apartment. He's cheating on her. Work is a mess. And that's all I got to. Uh, Then I went to bed. But it looked like a pretty decent movie, you know? So it's just interesting, the culture and the different things and just how, um, you know, 
of things like you said. You go to a different co- country, you put on the TV just to to take it all in. And I, this is my sixth time being here, so I've been used to a lot of this stuff. And uh, but it's just interesting, and I kind of I kind of enjoy just throwing it on and just you know, even though I don't kind of know what's going on, I can kind of tell by the visuals. You know, so it's it's yeah. just interesting, and you know the production value and everything. You just kind of you know get a different perspective on things. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is whenever I watch um something in another language that either mm-hmm. doesn't have subtitles, or I stop looking at the subtitles because sometimes you just do right, like your mind wanders or whatever. And you really yeah. can get caught up in the actual image. You, you, it's, I think about as a filmmaker, I think it, I look at these things and I say, and it brings me back to the silent era of film, the idea, you know, it's like a lot of people ask, why do people make, why is there a short film category in the Oscars? And what's so special about a short film as opposed to making a longer film? Well, because in a short film, you have that time to basically really compose every shot and and you start thinking about the basic elements of film and how you communicate through the action of the actors and the motion of the camera on the screen. Just visually, you think about having no sound when you divorce sound from image, you have to communicate sound through image. And uh, and sound is not only effects, music, right? What you call Foley, but it's speaking, it's people talking. So you communicate through action, emotion, right? Or direction from one person to another. And that kind of, Mm -hmm. that always excites me, man. You can hear me just talking about it, it because that's like how I remember first making movies or when I approach shooting something, I would always think to myself, What exactly, even if the person turns this way or that way, you know, as an actor solo and as a person, you know, you just made a great movie, Star City Murders, baby, Um, which, by the way, I was wearing I was wearing my Star City Murders T-shirt, but I changed it before the podcast because Lachlan is having a friend over today. And their, and their mom is dropping them off. And I, I looked at the oh, shirt yeah. and I was like, well, this is kind of, I don't know, murders. It's got well, like- the thing. My sister, my, my, my niece, Kendra, who, you know, when the shirts came out, she was like 11, 10 or 11. She loved the shirt and would wear it. And I'm yeah. like, you gonna let her wear Star City murders? <laughs> well, it's Uncle, Uncle He He's movie. So it's just like okay, yeah, that's cool. It is a little, um, it's a vi- little violent looking. Yeah, um, it's a little violent looking, but that all bring. I'm just saying that brings me back. And as you, you know, it's just like as an actor, you learn not to face your back to the camera. You know what I'm saying? Right, or if right. you do, your your face is in profile. So you you learn these things, and it's just a natural language of cinema that becomes apparent so i can understand why it's exciting for you to watch something in a different language you get to share it with your wife too you're in a different place there's a yeah it's i get to see her like she goes oh this is when i was a kid like there's this she calls it check cinderella like we watched on thanksgiving it's it's like the cinderella tale but it's an old check 
And I was like making fun of the music. And she goes, I didn't realize how bad the music was. In this. It was just like bad. I was like, you know, my inner Matt Murdock got in and I'm like listening to the score. But, oh, I got the name. So she just texted me. I got the name of this hospital drama. Okay, what is it? So you that? have to look it up. Okay, Modry Cod. <laughs> so it's M-O-D-R-Y. Uh-huh. New word, K-O-D. I don't know what that means. Let's see what that means in English. All right, here we go. Streksky Modry Cod. Czech Republic series Blue Code. Oh, okay, uh, here it code. is. Oh, oh, this is it. Yep. A, a Czech. Okay, I found it, baby. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, I saw the picture and I'm like immediately. A Czech medical television series broadcast on Prima Televis. Now I looked up. This is different from Nova TV. Nova TV is yes, actually Prima and Nova. Yeah, the, Nova TV. The guy who runs it is seen as like uh, the biggest like media mogul in the Czech Republic. Oh, and they have a host of different stations. I was looking at it before. Right. They have sports news. You know, they're a yes, little bit of the yes. Fox like. He he fashions right, himself right. kind of like a TV, like a Murdoch type succession deal going on there. Um, let's see. The plot of the series focuses on the emergency department. Each episode follows cases inspired by real life stories and the cases of patients and healthcare professionals. Okay, it was followed. So that came out in 2017. Then it was followed by Sestricky, Sestricky. That it loosely follows the series. I guess it's a spinoff about the nurses. And then there was another spinoff, which was a military version of Blue Code. So I guess they tried to do like the NCIS kind of deal with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like a military. But that only lasted one season. But that was June 2022, so maybe – no, it's, it said it was canceled. But let's see. Stritsky ran for uh, 78 episodes. So the Nurse spinoff ran for 78 episodes. It stars Merrick Nemec as uh, David Hofbauer, Sabina Lorinova as Maria Kerna. Um, Eva yeah. Joskova. Yeah. As Lucy Kratkova. Kratnova. Yeah. The OVA, they attach to women's names. Really? That's why when Renata came to America, it's almost like she got rid of it because it's a very, not a sexist thing, but it's the OVA. Like you be Kira, but you're Kirova if you're a female. It's like you're, you belong to a family kind of deal. So it's kind of like, Oh, Oh, that's, there's a, is the perfect example is Renata in her, her childhood room had a Marilyn Monroe poster, but it says Matt Marilyn Monroeva, (laughs) like, cause it's in the Czech language. Okay. Uh, So it's it's the feminine. It's just, yeah. So that's the group of, so, but I was looking, but I was looking at Blue Code, and it looks like it ran for four series. So it may not be on right now, 
from 2017 to 2019. Yes. And then it's series one, 28, eight episodes, series two, 83, three, 73 and four, 80. Looks like before COVID they ended. I don't, so I guess it might not be the new ones they're airing. Uh, is there, did you find anything for 2020? Cause this looks like the, yeah, this is the, the blue code. This is the cast I've been watching on TV. Yeah, um, no. The only thing I can find is that it had two, it had four seasons, two hundred and sixty-four yeah, episodes. Okay, so, so it's four yeah. years done, and the running time uh-huh. is fifty-five minutes. So they were only able to sell five minutes of commercial time, or else. Well, they- no. This this is the thing. This is the thing. And the thing about Czech TV, like you'll be watching it, and then they'll have ten minute of commercials, like. It, they'll like okay. cut, yep. and then it's literally like fucking ten minutes. They don't, so they so, don't write for breaks. That's interesting, though, right? That's a different way yeah. of doing television. That's yeah. totally different from the way American television developed, where it was entirely focused because it came from radio, right? Like it's the same business model where they were writing right. for breaks, and that's how we all grew up with the. Uh, like mini cliffhanger before the commercial break. And then we come back from commercial. Like they still reality TV still follows that exact formula. Um, Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. So to run, but streaming does not though. Sometimes they sneak it in, right? Like we notice it in mayor of Kingstown because they have They do actually write for breaks in Mayor of Kingstown. They didn't write for breaks in Game of Thrones. Yeah, Lioness. Exactly. Lioness, they did. Everything on on Paramount Plus is written for breaks. Um, Yeah. But uh, but then that's what differentiates. We don't really think about that these days, but that's what differentiates like really the higher quality streaming shows we're used to now. But then again, you know, like The Sopranos wasn't written for breaks, though sometimes it feels like it in the early episodes because Chase was so used to it. I remember talking about that when I was rewatching mm-hmm. The Sopranos, where it felt like that, like it would it, it would end on a cliffhanger and then it would go to the next scene. I'd be like, this feels awkward. But when you know there's a commercial, it doesn't feel awkward. Your mind just picks up on it, right? As a viewer. Yeah. Um, exactly. But yeah, let's. This show seems f- nice. I gotta get some. Audrey Cod. There's some good images <laughs> of it, man. I, I like know. the images. <laughs> it's great. I love it. I love it. It's just like I don't know. It's just. Modric. Oh my God! Look at this. Oh, I see the wise cracking. Oh damn! By the way, this like. A lot of good-looking. Oh man, this nurse here is. She can check my bedpan. Uh, oh, look, there's the old doctor. Okay, there's the kind of middle-aged yeah, there's one. A, there's a there's a brunette, a young brunette who's like the bitch of the show. Well, oh. and her mom, her mom, her mom's like this older blonde lady. Not the not the one. I don't know if she's on the poster, but she's very attractive. I was like, oh wow. <laughs> well, the one with anyway. the glasses is the one that I'm going for solo. You know me. All right. I know you. I like the nerdy chicks. Um, anyway, okay. what else? <laughs> Solo's like, okay, I'm taking notes. I'm married, Solo. It's okay. I found my nerdy chick. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. You're, you're. What, uh, what else has been going on there in the Czech Republic? I hear that you're having so- beer from... Uh, 
from um, <laughs> vending machines. <laughs> vending machines. So in the apartment where I, you go down the lobby, right, and there's a vending machine, and you can get like a soda water, and they have Heineken and Pilsner there. So I went down for sixty Czech Krone and just got a you know nice nice big fifty milliliter beer uh, out of the vending machine. I like it. It's pretty baby. nice. Sounds good. Pretty cool. Um, what else you, you want know, to chat about? I have been well. I have been watching an American show here. Like when I need a break from the Czech world, yeah. Um, so I um, want to check out. Yeah, when I want to check out, <laughs> uh, I've been watching. It's a limited series, I believe. I think it's Swedish or Danish. Um, oh, what the hell is it called? It's a it's a crime drama. Oh Jesus! Let me look on my Netflix. I can't even. I'm drawing a blank, Axel. You know, Borgen. You know, it's not Borgen. No, I'm trying, is to, it? Che- no, I'm trying okay. to check myself before I wreck myself. <laughs> you better check yourself. Um, check out the title know, of that and, and uh, check back in with us. Get back to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Wait, I'm gonna look. Uh, oh, the Chestnut Man. Oh, have you watched it? No, I have never heard of it before. I don't think. What the Chestnut Man? Let me look that up now. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's fantastic. Okay. Oh, I did. Okay, I did. This is relatively new, I think, to the Netflix. Is it, it maybe, or yeah. or maybe, or I should say, I think they're twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Let me see the. It's been in my picture. queue for like ever. Maybe. Oh my, chestnut man. Do it's they good. know we're friends or something? Or did they've like been trying to push this on me? See, they know we do a podcast oh, together. They, yeah, they know. They oh, know. okay. Tell us about this. This looks kind of good. All right. So it, what's amazing, I'm going to spoil the, the teaser, which sets up the show. That's okay. So you got this old, you got this old cop and I guess someone's cow has been loose in the village or whatever. So he's going to the house to, you know, to check on them. He's like, hey. Then all of a sudden he walks in and this family is like brutally murdered. And then he finds a young girl under a table. You know, he's got his gun out. You know, you could tell he's been on the job, but he's, you know, looks like it's been a while since he's seen a crime scene. And so he finds this girl. And, and this little girl and she's panicking and then he puts his gun on top of the table and he's like, Hey, you know, he's basically like, you're safe. And then she starts going crazy. And then from behind he gets hit and uh, I believe he gets killed. I, I don't know if we ever find that out yet, but then there's, you see these chestnuts with twigs in them. So they're like made like uh, you know, chestnut, man. like a little, you know, like Blair witch chestnut. Shit. Yes, like Blair Witch type shit. So it cuts to present day, and you're following this female detective who wants to transfer and go into cyber crimes because she has a daughter, and and she's got like a grandfather. Like it's not really a grandfather, but someone who took her in at an early age. And so um, she's got a daughter, but she's constantly working. So she wants to go to cyber crimes so she could be home by five o'clock to be with her daughter. But um, they another murder uh, happens, and so it's like okay, and a chestnut man was left there, and then you, it follows this politician, this woman 
whose daughter was abducted, I guess, like a year or two ago. And they never found a body, but they think she's dead. And, you know, so they've been going through for a year, you know, her and her husband and her and their son trying to get over this. But then the chestnut man that's fine at the crime scene has their daughter's fingerprint on it. So, of course, the, the detectives are, you know, go and follow up with them to see. And now, the, you know, they believe, wait, she could be alive. So there's this ongoing thing, uh, and, this, and this killer is one step ahead, and it's just really interesting. But the characters are really good. It is dubbed, so it's, you know, you, you just have to be used to that. Um, uh, I guess you could do subtitles if you want. But it's 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 shot very well. It's dark, but yeah, at the same, it just the production value is pretty pretty high, and it's only six episodes, and I got two left. But I've been I've been super into it. Uh, it's been like my late night, like when I'm not watching football, I'll throw in an episode, uh, and I, you know, and especially with being in the Czech Republic. Granted, this is you know, where is Copenhagen? Is that Sweden or German or? Uh, that's a good question. Copenhagen, Copenhagen is in Denmark. Okay, so this is a, a Denmark show, I think, because they mentioned Copenhagen. Um, so yeah, no, it's a really, it's a really good show. Uh, really, really into it. Uh, and and the char- like, I like the the characters. The characters are good, and they have this like one guy who is from Interpol, who kind of was dealing with something. He's kind of been sent here for the meantime to kind of until his case blows over. And at first you're like, he's kind of a weird dude, but then he really gets into the case and figuring things out and you start to really like him. Uh, So it's just like, again, with me, if I don't like the characters, like I tried watching, forget what the name is. It's one that takes place in Helsinki, but I just, I I lost interest. It it was too much. There was too much going on. I couldn't follow it. And that, wasn't sure if I really liked the characters or not. I may go back to it. It's called like uh, Dead Wind or something like that. North Wind, or something. Uh, I forget what the name. Uh, that one I, I, I you know, I, I tried to get into and I was kind of like a little bored. Um, but like it was interesting. But it, you know, but this one I just was in right away. So nice, pretty cool, baby. I like it. Chestnut Man, baby. Chestnut Man. Okay. I mean, it's no Modri code, but it's well, no blue code. Yeah, I don't know. Are there brunettes with glasses? Oh, wow. No, but there's this kind of blonde who's oh, okay. kind of got like a Julia Roberts feel. <laughs> I'm just thinking of, remember one Mike. Mike always likes to tell me that I choose shows. <laughs> the first thing I say is how beautiful the woman in the show was. Which I didn't realize I do that, but maybe I do do that. I am kind of a hmm. horn dog in that way. I um, love when one Mike said when we were doing our two years ago, I think our top ten, and uh, was it eighteen eighty three? And he goes, "Actually, you watched the credits and you were ready to put it in the top 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a show! Um, hey, Solo. Now yeah. I know that we are recording around the couch tonight. But our teams did play, so should we have yes. a little discussion about the Dallas Cowboys, New York Jets, and um, 
Uh, we can throw people. Should we put it on a different feed for like 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah, let's, or- let's, we're going to switch feeds, but in order to hear this, you're going to have to come over to daily DVR. So that'll push some around the couch listeners over. We're going right. to, we're going to yeah, do a little do cross that. marketing. Um, but obviously, uh, yeah, the Cowboys are an amazing team, dude. Um, I don't know. What do you have to say? Let's see. Let's get the official, lowdown of the uh, i'll get the i didn't have the line up but uh let me bring it up so the dallas cowboys the new york jets at the dallas cowboys the cowboys were triumphant winning 30 to 10 um the jets were never in this game not even for a moment including the lone touchdown that garrett wilson single-handedly created by twisting around and sending two Dallas defenders into each other. It was happenstance. It was just a great player playing great. The rest of the game, the Jets were never in it. Zach Wilson is not a serious quarterback. And the Dallas Cowboys are, in my mind, with the San Francisco 49ers, maybe the best team in all of football because your offense was fucking rocking. The whole team was amazing. Micah Parsons is a beast. That's all I have to say. It was not even close. And I don't even think that Aaron Rodgers would have made this game. Maybe it would have been 17-30 um, because yeah. the Jets' defense couldn't even keep up. The vaunted Jets' defense could not keep up with your offense, which scored in every quarter. Well, this is the thing. Because um, I, 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 when, when a Dallas team is doing well, or they they got this the you know really great start. You don't want to jinx it. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But like, I I know the past twenty years and what these teams like. They'll seem like they're they're doing really well and that they're the, one of the best teams, and then they freaking choke. They lose a game they shouldn't. Then they play a top team they don't you know. And a couple two years ago when. Dallas went to New England and won in overtime. I was like, this is a different Dallas team because they would never win this game the previous five years. You know, they would have, they would have choked and lost, but they, they won. And then of course the year didn't pan out the way it should have losing to the Niners and in the playoffs. And that's what happened last year. Um, what, 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 what I will say about this team now that almost Dak interception that's I believe sauce dropped. Yes, he that did. would have changed yes. the game. That's that true. would have changed the game. Now I don't know if the Jets could have would have still won, uh, or came back and won, but that would have changed. I mean, Dak almost did his Dak thing from last year and throw a stupid interception. He just didn't even read what was going on and he just threw it to the sideline, and that's where you know. So I was pissed off at that play, but luckily it didn't happen. What McCarthy is doing now that Kellen, uh, whatever his name is, I want to call him Kellen Clemens. Kellen Moore. um, Kellen Moore. He's with San Diego. And San Diego, they they are just like the Cowboys of old, of the 2000s, the way they lose games. But McCarthy, what he's doing, yeah, they're they're, they're methodically driving. They're – they're taking what – and he's not overdoing it. And we got some speed. we got a little Turpin, Deuce Vaughn. CeeDee Lamb has stepped it up. I mean, 
Granted, Pollard ran for 25 carries, 72 yards, only 2.9 average against. I mean, the Jets' defense wasn't giving them. They were they were bending but not breaking. However, the Cowboys were always in 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 the red zone, and they were kicking field goals. Granted, I mean, because Dallas kicked like four field goals in the second half, didn't score a touchdown, but that's what that's all they needed to do. Like sometimes. To win, you're not going to just light it up. And Dak's going to throw five touchdowns and have 500 yards. Like I, I like winning like this, having a tough defense, causing turnovers, and working the clock and kicking field goals. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's not the most beautiful way to win, but it's but it it's winning, and they end up winning by 20. Had they missed those field goals or throw picks, the game's closer. So, I, you know. I am kind of on the McCarthy train a bit. Uh, you know, at first I, uh, I didn't want him as our coach and whatnot, but the defense, there's something different about the defense. I mean, the last two years they've led the league in tur- in turnovers caused, which for years Dallas couldn't cause a turnover to save their life. And, and now, but this year, like Micah Parsons is at a new level. I mean, they're just, they're, they're getting to the passer. When you can get to the passer and disrupt you're going to win ball games. Reminds me of those Giants teams that won. That had Eli Manning, who, yeah, it's Eli Manning, but he wasn't the greatest quarterback. But like he was just good enough with that defense, and he made big plays when needed. And you know, Dak was 31 of 38, 255, two touchdowns, no turnovers. That's what I want to see. I mean, it's kind of the West Coast offense. They call it the Texas Coast offense. But and and they have more weapons, and they have you know Brandon Cooks wasn't even in this game, but um, you know they I mean C.D. Lamb tore it up, but Tolbert came in. Pollard was at seven receptions. You know they spread. Deuce Vaughn had three. Ferguson had three. Turpin, Gallup, Schoonmaker each had one. I mean they have the players to do it. Now the big test is going to come in three weeks against the Niners, but I'm taking it week by week. Um, I know the Jets didn't have Aaron Rodgers, but I think, you know, 28 year old Aaron Rodgers probably would have, it would have been closer. 39, 40 year old Aaron Rodgers, I don't even know if he would have had time. And then, of course, at the end with Zach Wilson, as I predicted, he would throw two late interceptions. He threw three, but it was to the point where he's just trying to, they're just trying to dish it. And, and he just, he just doesn't have it. Um, and it's too bad because the Jets' defense is is really effing good. And even though the game seemed out of reach, the Jets' defense, honestly, like it could have been sixty to ten, you know. But because of their defense, they kept it to thirty. And I know you're like solo; it's thirty points still. But to to force five field goals when the Cowboys could have scored touchdowns, you're right. you're, you you make a good. Uh, that, you that's make, a positive. You're right. You know what, Solo? You're right. And when I look, and when I uh, even when I was saying they scored in every quarter, <clears throat> I could have said, you know, but not touchdowns, right? Like the defense yeah, was seven, still seven, eleven, able. six, yeah. and six. Yep. I mean, it's thirty points. So, sure, that's that's, a, that's, that's one. That's what the game yeah. dictated. That's one. Uh, positive. That's what the game dictated. Yep, it's one positive. But I will say, no, I'm telling you, Axel. 
Okay, go go ahead, and I gotta. I, I want to talk about your Jets a little bit. Oh no, go! I'd like to hear what you have to say about the Jets. So, again, it's a fucking shame. It's a shame. This whole Rogers thing, really. I feel for you. You were on the pod, and you were talking about how you'll always have that one touchdown in the preseason. I almost cried. Actually. <laughs> it was so sad. I was like, "Oh my I know, god!" It was sad. Yeah. Um, because they have the web, they have the weapons, they have the deep. Now your old line is suspect. And that's the one thing against good teams. I think the jets would have struggled this year, even with Rogers because yeah. that old line, that old line is Dwayne rough. Brown, who your man, Michael Parsons pushed. Ar- Actually, oh, okay. he didn't even push him around. He just went the fuck around him. <laughs> he barely even touched him. You know what I mean? It was like they were playing two different games where Dwayne Brown was still like, I'm playing a traditional player. I'm just going to block forward. And then Parsons was just like, "Ooh, ooh, I'm going to do a little ballet over here. Bam. You're down, Zach Wilson, or I I hit your arm. Like there was there was that one pass that would have been a touchdown where at the end, Parsons just came in and tapped his wrist. Right. And his arm. And that was all it took for that ball to go. Wah, wah, wah. Um, and, and that's the and that's part of the problem. Like Zach Wilson's clock, like I, I I believe even the announcers were saying, like you need to get rid of it there. Like he would hold it and then get sacked. Dude, he does everything that's just, wrong. That's his. Yeah, I know. He's and, not and that's good. what sucks. And that's what sucks because, again, you have to go through this with Zach. I mean, it's tough to start a season to go get a. It's not like you can go get a starting pitcher in baseball. Go get a center in hockey or a forward in the NBA and just plug them in and they'll, they'll do well. NFL is so rhythm based. It's rep based. You can't just get a quarterback. Like even if you went and got Kirk cousins, it would be, it would take three games or so for him to probably even get a rhythm going. Yeah. You know, it, it, so that's what sucks about football and not having the right backup. And, um, you know, cause they were talking about, you know, Cooper rush and all that, but like, as as maybe as game managed Cooper Rush could do. First of all, Dallas wouldn't trade him because if Dak gets hurt, then they're screwed. And it's just like, you know, I don't know if anyone's going to do any better, um, unless you get a veteran. But then you know, I don't know. It's just it sucks because you do you do have a very good team, and you're missing the important piece. It reminds me a lot of those Bears teams that had a great defense. Subpar offense because they could never find a freaking quarterback, you know, and and it's just it's frustrating because this is a fun team and I would love to see this team competing every week and going to the playoffs. And it's a type of team with that defense. You could make noise. You could make noise in the AFC, especially with the Chiefs not having the firepower. They are the Bills not really being the Bills, Uh, the Dolphins. I can't wait for a Jets Dolphins game because even though Dolphins, okay, Dolphins have a high pop, the Jets D can hang. But if you're not, if if you can't score with your offense, eventually the defense is just they can't they can't pitch a shutout every game. That's yeah, the dude. problem. Yeah, um, the Jets defense knows that they are there to win the game. 
But the problem is we don't seem to have a Micah Parsons. We don't seem to have a Bosa. Right. We don't seem to have a TJ Watt. We don't seem to have the guy who picks up the ball and scores the two touchdowns we need. Um, and that's right. maybe that's just not the type. Not every great, great defense is a scoring defense, though it would be nice to have that. But that's only because you just have to we have to stop making excuses for Zach Wilson. He's immature as a human being. It's obvious even from the three words he says on hard knocks that we saw and also from <laughs> yes. just interviews he's given. Remember last season when he totally fucked up and he was like, I did great. Um, people forget this. Shit. Yeah, that bothered me. He is. That bothered me. He, he runs around like an idiot. As soon as pressure comes on, has he improved? Answer. Yes, he has improved. He has improved. When everything is perfect, he can kind of get the playoff. Good job. You're a professional quarterback in the NFL. You're right, right. Right? Like, I'm sorry, but there. look around in the NFL. There are third-string quarterbacks who are doing better than him right now. Dobbs is doing better than him. There are rookies that are doing better than him. There are Matt Stafford who almost died last year is doing better than him. He's right. not a good quarterback. We play new England next week. My prediction, and I'll give it to you early around the couch fans Ooh, around the couch. Fans the Jets early. will lose by another 10 or 20 points to new England. New England will end up looking like a good team. Mac Jones, who is like the most inaccurate passer will probably look pretty good because the Jets defense will be so frazzled knowing that there is absolutely zero support from the offense. They're going to be trying to do too much too. Um, it's just, look, it's like you said, you install an offense when you hear in the NFL, right? They don't just say, Hey, we're installing the quarterback runs to offense. No, you install an offense. If they change the whole offense next week in which they're running like an RPO with Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall in the backfield almost every play and Zach Wilson is throwing for like 120 yards and rushing for 150 yards, maybe they'll have a chance to win because he's not capable of running an Aaron Rodgers offense in which he actually has to throw the ball. That's the only way I think you can win with Zach Wilson is make, make him into a little running quarterback. That's, that's the only drive they did. Yeah, good. How, how do you, how do you, I mean, okay. It's 18, 10 at the half, right? Reese Hall, four carries. Michael Carter, two carries. Dalvin Cook, four. Zach Wilson had five carries. Because, you know, I mean, how do you not try to run the ball? I, I know there wasn't I much know. there. I know, dude. I, I, they, I mean, Dalvin Cook, what? He had like one, he had the fumble, the strip fumble, whatever. And then it was like you didn't hear from him. Brees Hall busted one real quick, and then you don't hear from him. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. I think I they're running it, the same offense solo. That's what I think. I think they're that's making the problem. Yeah, they're making minor adjustments, but that's what Zach Wilson was running in preseason too. 
right? So right. they're just continuing to do it. But he is not capable of it. And I and of course they know they're professionals, but you you only have a f- how many days between games and then there's right. a lot of other people on the team so they so that basically also means that the only time you're going to see Garrett Wilson like you is when he off the cuff gets a pass that Zach Wilson happens to throw pretty decently but then he turns it into a touchdown so you know i don't have a lot they of, need to uh, change the game plan they need they to do. change the game or they need plan. to get a new quarterback and honestly they need to make a trade well, and get somebody in here yeah they need to they need to bring someone cuz honestly like i said before it's tough bringing in a quarterback mid-season or early in the season but you know what it'll be better than this oh dude i'll i would let me tell you something now I know that Chad Pennington ain't walking through that door. We're not going to get a guy I love who the Jets drafted, who's a hometown guy who we all love. You know, we're not going to get a Wayne Krebet type. We're not going to get Nick Mangold who all the Jets fans love. Uh, yeah. But you know what, man? I mean, fuck it. Like trade for somebody. I'd rather I'd uh, bring back. Bridgewater or something, you know, uh, even I would say the Falcons kind of key. Okay. I'm glad. Great. Great. Bring that, him. I would that's love who that. I would want. Bring would him love in. It. Bring him in. Please. Cause that at least would be the great. guy, at least the guy can, can play football. I mean, you know, granted, I don't know if the Falcons would trade. That's the thing in order to course, make yeah. a trade, you need yep. a trade partner and you don't want to give up too much. Cause you gave up a lot for Rogers. And you don't want to mortgage the future in a panic mode. Uh, the the one good thing is, I, I mean, I I know Jet fans don't want to hear this, but you do have. I know next year is next year, and the year after, you do have a, a a young team, which thank God you do. Thank God this isn't a veteran team where it's like this is the last shot, and you panic and you make. But like you know, but at the same time, Jets fans have been waiting you know, since the sixties for a super bowl and it's like enough is enough. And you get to a yeah. point where it's just like, what the fuck, when is it going to go our way? Yeah, buddy. And it's just like I said on around the couch, I don't really care if they, I mean, I would love if they won the super bowl. I would love if they made it to the playoffs, but honestly, I just want to watch a good game. I just want to watch a game where there's a chance that Garrett Wilson is going to get a hundred yards and a couple touchdowns or break out or have an amazing catch sure. because there's a person who can actually throw the ball, meaning a quarterback who's a viable NFL starter. And Zach Wilson is there's 32 quarterbacks in the NFL. He's hovering around 30. And that's where he has been since the day he started. This is three years in. It's done. It, it, he's going to get embarrassed in New England unless they do something drastic. They might bring in what's his name, Boyle, who was uh, I, I wouldn't a fan, I, a friend of Aaron Rodgers, right? And they brought yeah. him in because he can run See, the offense. This is the thing: you look at the Falcons, right? They're two and zero. Desmond Ritter has been Zach Wilson like, but. They gave the ball to Bijan Robinson, 19 carries. Tyler Algier, yeah. 16 carries. Yep. That's 35 carries. They know what they, they have to do to win the game. Yeah, I was and surprised. Unfortunately, 
I was surprised solo. I had a couple of bets there on Brees, like at over 125. And I was thinking, yeah, Dallas has a great defense, but Brees Hall is about to get 25 carries this game. And Dalvin Cook's going to get 15. Right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Zach Wilson's going to attempt about 11 to 15 passes the entire game. That's not what happened, but that's because I'm telling you, they're trying to. I don't know. I'm they not. They played a, in the hands. Yeah, I don't know. Hackett, they played in the hands of the Dallas learn more defense. About him as he as the well, year progresses, that's what a lot he's of people a say. So, and he obviously was not a great head coach. <laughs> no, as we no, know, you know Russell what? Wilson's bathrooms. He, yeah, Russell Wilson's bathrooms and him on hard knocks. I. How do you not go to? You got to play the Bill Parcells style of football. Ball control. I mean, look at the time of possession in this game. Are you kidding me? It was ridiculous. I mean, Dallas had the ball like what three times as long as the Jets. Uh, it was because yeah. the Jets weren't running the ball. And those interceptions. I mean, I know. Are, well, yeah, those at the end were just. It's not, but it's not but like, excusable, right? Because they still no, could oh, no, have no, no, tried no. to win the game. Like, yeah. <clears throat> you you got to at that point you realize you're. You know, you're overwhelmed this defense. Okay, how do we how do we strategize so the Cowboys we're not dropping back and the Cowboys are just rushing us and, and causing havoc. You gotta try to run the ball. Yeah. Screens. They didn't, yeah. I don't even think they made one screen in the game, if that no. and, like, and hey, it, it is true. He didn't have a lot of time. The offensive line is not great. Um right. it it really isn't. Um but you know what? But you're down eight. You got to change it up man. at the half. That's a touchdown and a two point conversion. Go to a ball. Try to like at least give your defense some fucking rest. Yeah, and try Fight. and try to run the ball. And 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 and, and they didn't do it. Well, and, I, you know, I, I I say the same. I see this a similar thing. Just watching the game. I don't know if you stayed up late enough to watch the Pittsburgh Browns game. Um, but you know. Pickett is not that great. I'm sorry. He is not he's not very accurate. His decision making is not very advanced. But they keep running the ball. Every once in a while he got it to uh Pickens and Pittsburgh was able to kind of muscle that game through. And I that is kind of what the Jets did last week, you know? So I do right. want to give credit We've been talking a lot about the Jets here solo. I want to give credit to your Cowboys as maybe we end this because (laughs) they are a great team. And I, I have not always been a believer in Dak. And I felt like you, as you have expressed, the Cowboys are like a higher level Chargers team where they always disappoint, where it's like, what the fuck just happened? Where did they go? Right, right. You know, like, I mean, look at look at Jack, the remember the Jacksonville game last year. How they're up big Packers. They're up by fourteen, and they just crumbled. Yeah, just disappear through that pick the six. Team and disappears. Time. Yeah, and it was like, how did the fuck? What, what just happened? I don't think that's this team this year, man. I don't know. Injuries are injuries, and you never know what's going to happen. But right. this team, I I really think, man, if if we got a I know with playoffs being as they are in seeding, it probably might not happen. But if it was like 
Dallas versus 49ers in the NFC Championship, that would be pretty fucking amazing. That might be the Super Bowl headed into the Super Bowl. Well, it'd be like the 90s. I mean, mean, and and it would be like, can Dallas finally beat them for the third time? That would be awesome, Um, dude, because they look great, too. Yeah, no, no, they're a great team, um, and they have a lot of weapons. I I just, you know, I've only said this once in the last – maybe 10 years, 15 years. And that might've been two years ago, but I just feel this Dallas team is different and I don't want to get my hopes up, but I just see it. I see they've just coached better. And I know it's McCarthy and Quinn, but maybe they finally found their stride. They're, they got, you know, they just feel like they're, they've been drafting very well over the last six, seven years. I mean, the Micah Parsons thing, I mean, trading up to get it and everyone passing on him. I mean, when you have a player like that, it makes everyone else better. I mean, he's one of the best players in the NFL mm. and he's, he seems even better. He seems like he's even up a level. I mean, it's insane. And so, and that's the thing with your jets. I mean, you're not going to have to face Micah Parsons every week, which is a good thing. Um, but he just, he, he's just a difference maker. And with, uh, you know, I'm hoping, you know, like you said before, see, only one team can win the Super Bowl. And so 31 teams are going to have a disappointing year in a sense. But it's about the journey and what we do week to week and enjoying the games. And that's what you just want with your Jets. You want to be able to enjoy the games, you know, winning the Super Bowl, the odds probably not in everyone's favor, but you know what? Someone's got to win. But you want to at least enjoy the journey. And, you know, the Cowboys have won 12 games the last two years. And I've been so bitter because I know, oh, they're going to choke. They're going to choke. But for once this year, I'm taking it week by week. And I'm going to have faith that they're not going to choke. And I'm going to enjoy this. Because in the back of my mind, if I'm like, well, they'll play the Niners, lose. And then they'll lose to Philly. And then they'll win a wild card game, lose in the division. All that happens every year. You know what? I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go that route. I'm just gonna go week to week, and enjoy this thing, yeah. uh, because. But I do feel there's something different. There's something different going on in Dallas, and I hope. And with Taylor Sheridan being at the game, talking with Jerry Jones, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's we're all set. We're that all was set, it. Baby. That was a DVR podcast crossover, baby. The it mayor was, of Kingstown and was, was like, in around sitting around the couch. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a Linus behind him, and you know, yep. it's just um, it was f- fantastic. All right, Solo. So listen, I've had you for a while. Okay, is Renata back yet, or are you still you still got some time? No, she hasn't. She hasn't. Okay. Well, she's texting oh, me she's when text you so you can walk she, over she, when she's going on the subway. Yeah. Okay. So she's probably having a great time with her friend, and hopefully she's not abducted, and we're good to go. I hope so. So. Are you going to have to become <laughs> Liam Neeson up in this motherfucker? Oh, yeah, dude. I'm ready. I'm um, ready. I got four beers in me, and I'm ready to go <laughs> Liam Neeson. Everyone's Who has there? What's happening? I, I'm like, I'm a man with a set of skills. You don't want to <laughs> fuck with me. a particular set of skills included drinking. Um, Listen, since I got you, let's have a little around the couch. Just one more little segment before we go. Okay. Um, A little around the couch segment. Right now, the... I'm going to list some teams for you, and this is what they have in common. The Chicago Bears, the Houston Texans, the Carolina Panthers, the Denver Broncos, the Patriots, Chargers, Vikings, and Bengals 
all of these teams are O and two. The ba- and, and and of most note, the Bengals, the Vikings, the Chargers, and the Patriots, all O and two. Mm. What is going on in the NFL? Um, what are your thoughts on this season so far? And what do you think about? First of all, I know we're all happy that Sean Payton can eat a dick and uh, <laughs> is 0-2 in Denver. Um, the Patriots. Why did he even take that job? Why uh, did he? Because he's a, he he's a big shot. He can do anything. But then again, they might be better next mm-hmm. year after they get rid of Russell Wilson. But um, the Patriots, Chargers, Vikings, and Bengals, 0-2. Um, what do you think about that? What do you think about this season so far? How you feeling, baby? It, it, it feels like it's very top-heavy. Uh, Eagles, Niners, Cowboys. Yep. Uh, Dolphins, Chiefs. Um, thought was going to be the Bengals, but they just are out of sorts. Burrow's not healthy. They're just not. And I know last year they went 0-2, and then they turned it around, but this team ain't right. No, uh, Burrow's calf something's up with him, dude. Something's up, yeah, it, it, he's not right. And hey, um, let me just say, as a Jets fan, one thing I learned is that a sustained calf injury can actually be a precursor to an Achilles tear because that's what yes, they believe happened with Aaron Rodgers, that the calf right. injury he had in camp was actually the top of his Achilles starting to tear off of his muscle. And him feeling it in his calf. So yep. watch out, Joe Burrow. Yeah, and, I, and I'm so happy in our fantasy league. I drafted Burrow one and Nick Chubb second. So I, I'm feeling really good. <laughs> that Chubb, I'm feeling I did fantastic. not even. Hey, I got a shout out um, Monday Night Football for not showing the Nick Chubb injury. They showed it later, I think, but initially they didn't show it, and I'm okay with that. I don't need to see when somebody's knee gets destroyed on a field. I don't need to see it. That's okay. You can just tell me I believe you. Yeah, so I mean, for my own selfish reasons, I'm super excited about that. But I don't think – I think everyone, you know, especially uh, our boy Brett, BTK, you know, Mentions Belichick, Belichick, Belichick. Without Tom Brady and without the same roster, he's not Belichick. He he's not coaching good games so far, and the Patriots aren't good. They are could get a seventh seed, but they're not good. I'm sorry, they're, they're just not. The Chargers are a fucking mess. They have talent. They have Bobby Abair, but. Coaching is awful. And you brought in Kellen Moore. Good luck with that, homie. I mean, uh, believe me, Chargers, again, all these teams could squeak into a last wild card. They could go on a run, go five, six in a row. But, like, I, I don't see it. The Vikings, I, I, sorry, Ando, I wasn't high on the Vikings to begin with. Uh, as much as Kirk Cousins is throwing it up, their defense is not good. They turn the ball over. They're just not a good team. Um, they, they just aren't, um, you know, and then your Houston, your Carolina with your, you know, your Indy, I know they're one and one, but 
you know, your rookie quarterbacks, they just, some of them, you know, CJ Stroud's putting up little numbers, but Texans are not a good team. Carolina, not a good team. New Orleans isn't as good as we thought, even though they're 2-0, and right? They, yeah, they, they beat are. Tennessee that first week, right? Yeah. They're 2-0, and but they're not They're not a scary 2-0. and Derek Carr, I sh- he threw one of the worst picks. I, he threw it to the sideline. It was like three on one. He just tossed it there. And it was like, why? Uh, it just, he's, he's not hanging good. out with Zach Wilson. Yeah, definitely. He's just not good. So what, what I'm saying here is there's some top heavy elite teams and there's a multitude of mediocre to awful teams. Yeah. Um, you know, Seattle, it was a good bounce back win for Seattle. Like Seattle and Detroit, I believe, are in the same camp. A little overhyped. Seattle overachieved last year. Detroit came on strong, but they're still Detroit and they got their issues. Uh, Seattle, I mean, you know, and then the Rams, they're playing better. They're not going to scare me in the playoffs, but, you know, they're doing, they're doing good. They're, they're, they're a middle of the road team. Uh, they still have some good players. They're doing a lot better. Two Atwells and those Puka Nukas. Puka, dude, that yeah, guy had 15 receptions. Yeah, <laughs> That's insane. Fuck. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Who yeah. is this guy from BYU? I mean, well, there's like, a story. He was there. a fifth rounder. Yeah, there's a story there that he, um, I don't know, I was listening to some pod that he was people, he was on the radar and then something happened. There was an injury or something. And then mm. they got him late. So, but come on, that happens with so yeah. many. There's just as many people who never pan out. Um, yeah, but yeah. you do get that one player a draft. That's the yeah. steal. Like, remember Marquise Colston, the yeah. Saints? He was a seventh rounder. I mean, look at last year, Tom the seventh Brady. rounder, Pacheco, Tom Brady, sixth rounder. I mean, last year was like Pacheco, Skylar Thompson, even though he, you know, he played. He I mean, we went out. through him. There's a few. <laughs> Yeah, are you are you are you, are you, are you token again? No, I did just take a um, big hit. I'm sorry. So I, I knew started. you did. No, I, I know you did. Traveling. No, it's fine. I love it. I'm trying. Oh, I listened to your pod yesterday, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm dying because I know where you're at, and I've been there. I was different just memes. talking shit. <laughs> you're just talking, but you get into these things, and you're like, you're like, what did I just say? That, that's in my um, old Zambuca DJ days. Yes, yes. On the film. All right, I'm going to focus you know? myself. Um, I, right. I, I have. To, I'll, I'll chime in here and agree with you. I also think that I think that um, conversely, I, I think all of those. Oh, and two teams, probably only for me, I think the chargers might get better only because they do. They, they're a team like that. They'll go on a run. The Vikings may, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, and, oh, this may be the year after watching this game. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. It's just not working out for them. Um, I don't feel good about the Bengals. Um, but then again, if you look at the two and O teams, it's like, Everyone in the NFC South except the Panthers, the Bucks, the Saints, and the Falcons. None of those teams are really good. Um, they played. No. They had. It's who they play? Yeah, it's who they played early on. Um, and I think the same. But then again, when you look at the Niners, the Cowboys, the Eagles, I think they are the cream of the crop. 
and I think that these are real teams, and um, I think they're going to continue to go far. The Giants kind of bounce back, and you don't know that whole division is crazy. The Commanders are two and zero. Commanders are two and zero. Yeah, you know the Giants bounce back in the second half of the game. They just woke all of a sudden. Danny Dimes was dropping those dimes, baby. Yeah, they come back and win that game. That was a what like twenty to nothing comeback. Uh, that was pretty. He was turning dimes into nickels. Man. <laughs> yes, he was baby. Just... He's got lots of change in his pockets. Yeah. Um, and the Dolphins, though they didn't look as powerful defeating the Patriots, they were pretty dominant. And Tua looks really good. I, I, I have to say, I'm kind of changing my opinion on Tua. I, you know, I'm one to kind of side on the medical like if you've had that many can cut maybe it's time to hang it up but goddamn that guy can toss it and it's really they are a fun team to watch and the defense on the dolphins is fun too and they're really good too uh so that's going to be that's going to be quite a team the only team so far that's two and oh and this is in the afc the ravens where only the ravens and the dolphins are the only two and oh teams in the afc by the way where we all talk about how strong the AFC was, right? Is the Ravens? Mm-hmm. I don't. I I need to watch that Ravens game. Uh, I heard that Lamar played a great game, um, but I don't know about this team. I don't know about their defense. Uh, they are two and zero, but I don't. I don't know much about the Ravens team. It's a long season and. We tend to overreact early on, but it's Definitely. it's the information we got, and that's how that's how we do. Um, it, it, it's a long season. I mean, the Dolphins last year were off to an amazing start, and and, and they look like the best team, one of the best teams. Um, and then they, you know, fortunately with two injuries and stuff, they fizzled. But I mean, I, it. it that, that's the crazy thing about the NFL. There may be a team in here that's zero and two or one and one that we're not talking about that could go on a run, and you know by midseason we're like, wait, what? Yeah, you know, yeah, the Buccaneers are for real. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's fun to I, watch. I, I Baker, thought the Bucks man. were going to be. Hey, I'm I'm shocked at the Buccaneers, but then you realize they have a healthy defense and they still have good players on that D and they still got good receivers. You know, yeah. so it's like a capable bake, you know, again, coaching. I know yet there's some quarterback guru that's working with them in Tampa. I, you know, who knows? You, you just yeah. sometimes things click with different coaches and stuff and they, they scheme it up right. I mean, it, it, it just it sometimes situations happen. Granted, you know, the Bucks haven't really played anyone, um, but, you know, they play the Eagles this week. That'll be a good. That's going to be fun. That is going to be. There's a lot of good games coming up. Um, yeah, and just looking, seven two and O teams in the NFC, two in the AFC, um, and uh, hmm. a lot of, you know, everyone regresses to the mean, as they say. I think I don't know much about math, but I heard people say that one time, which means that everything kind of evens out and parity which is, a, I think, a great thing in the NFL. I prefer it when there are 15 teams that are kind of good, kind of bad, could win one week, could lose the next. I kind of like that. 
because I think yeah. it makes it more exciting and it, it, it provides sure. an opportunity for individual players to shine and to watch great performances, which is what I love in the NFL. You know, I'll cheer for any team. I love football so much. It doesn't matter what last night I'm cheering for the Steelers. I don't particularly love the Steelers, though. I kind of always have enjoyed them in a hustle. You know, is out there. He loves to steal yeah. town. He was at the game, by the way. Sent us a picture. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse he me. Did. Get a little. It's getting kind of cold here. Whenever the seasons change, I get a little, uh, get a little uh, congested and a little. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I love it. It rained here last night. Yeah. It's it was in the sixties today. It's nice yeah, and cool. It's getting cold then, of course, when I get back to L.A., it's like ninety next week. Ooh. So. <laughs> I'm like, seriously, just give me some cold weather. Be back in the city of Compton. All right, Solo, let's wrap it up. We've been talking for like an hour and a half. I'm going to go grab some lunch. You're going to wait around for your wife to call you so you can go to the subway. I think I'm going to go grab another beer from the vending machine. I think I'm going to go grab another beer in the vending machine, you know, and kind of chill out. Maybe watch Chestnut Man until she... Rings me up to go walk in the dark. And, uh, I, you, you know, you ever watched the Guy Ritchie movie, The Gentleman? Yes. It, that's what this neighborhood feels like that we're in. I feel like I'm going to start hearing shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. And then these, like, I was walking through the park well, and then dirty. there was like these four kids. There was like these four kids. And I'm like, oh, are they going to try to, like, you know, knife me or hey, American, know, steal my cell phone. hey, American, shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. You from shimmy Hollywood? Away. You from Hollywood? You'll be like, well, actually, it's Burbank. Oh, cool, man. You have a podcast? Yeah, I do. DVR Podcast Network. <laughs> Check us out. DVRPodcast.com. Become yeah, a patron. A, we have a satellite office. Yeah. The, the, the check. Well, hey, we do now, man. This is not the first international podcast, but the first internet, the first international podcast we've had together. Um, so I, I appreciate that. We have had other international callers. Hopefully we'll having Peter from Australia. I'm still trying to schedule him. Reach out to me, baby. Let's do a pod, but solo, you'll be back soon enough. Not next week, but the following week you'll be on around the couch, right? So, well, there's a chance, depending, are, are we definitely recording on Tuesdays? Is that no, kind of the no, shimmy, Tuesday shimmy or off? Wednesday? Okay. So the following week, next week, it's possible if we do a Wednesday or Thursday, I can jump on. Okay. So, we'll do Wednesday then. Then we'll do Wednesday. All right. So let's do, when, let's do Wednesday and I'm in. I'll tell the boys in case they don't make it to the end tell of we're this doing one. Wednesday Because I'm, I'm shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. I will be there. Right. So tonight you guys are recording. Say hello to the boys for me. Okay. Um, I sent Ando my picks. So they're they're ready to go. They're not haikus. They're a little more than haikus. And I know you like when Solo keeps it short. But, I, you know, I got a little surprises in there for you. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. Uh, and I'll be back next week. Well, Solo, we look forward to it. I'm going to give you the mic so you can take it away. You'll be off on a natural <laughs> charge, Bon Voyage, from the home of the Dodger Brooklyn squad, Wu-Tang Killer Bees on a Swarm. And I'm going to rain on your college-ass disco dorm. Yeah, baby, that's right. The one, the only, old dirty bastard from the mouth of Folo. 
Thanks for listening. This has been so much fun solo. We're going to record around the couch in about six hours or so, and we'll be talking more football. We'll drop that tomorrow. I got another guest coming in on Thursday, another guest coming in on Friday, because it's better when I have somebody to talk to or else I start talking crazy shit like I did yesterday. You have to protect me from recording. Friends don't let friends record podcasts by themselves. <laughs> While super hot. They don't. No. But just remember, remember this. Everything counts in large amounts. A little Depeche Mode for your ass. I like it. All right. Peace out, everybody. Peace out. <laughs>